0: Hello, lovely people. So I have for you today a very exciting episode. It's a marketing episode. I'm here to tell you about an upcoming class. So I want to be really transparent around that. This is an episode designed to help you decide whether or not ARC, A Journey Through the Major Arcana, is the class for you. This is audio pulled from an IG Live that I did with past participant Claire. Um, in this, we chat about what the experience was of this class. What was it like to pull Major Arcana beforehand? What was it like afterwards? Uh, so without further ado, here is our conversation. Why don't you start off by introducing yourself and a little bit about your your practice, and then we'll get into some of the questions about about our about this class
1: yeah sure um so hi my name is Claire um I've been I've been practicing tarot probably like seriously probably for three-ish years now but I've been playing around with it since high school um you've heard this story before about uh picking up one of those little kits in the checkout aisle at Barnes and Noble and playing around with it until like two o'clock in the morning with one of my high school friends. And it just really captivated me and I never put it down. And so that's how I ended up here.
0: Amazing. We love it. We love it. Yes. No matter how many time I, times I hear someone's origin story with tarot, it like, uh, just brings me so much joy. Um, so we're here today to talk about ARC which is uh, subtitled A Journey Through the Major Arcana. Um, This is a class where we're examining that fifth suit of the tarot that really distinguishes a tarot deck from what you might think of as a typical or contemporary uh, playing card deck. Um, It's got big, big energies, big archetypes, dense symbolism. Um, I really am starting to take a look at them as sort of a micro macro approach so micro zooming way in on symbols and macro sort of zooming out and looking at the larger archetypes of each card as well as the way that they all relate to each other this curriculum is growing and changing so claire did not take exactly this class as as it will be taught this autumn um but the themes are there the same the same idea is just getting honed each time i teach it so let's jump in we've got a couple of questions here i want to know first um what did it feel like for you before taking this class or historically, what did it feel like when a major arcana would pop up when you were drawing a spread for yourself or maybe a one card a day kind of a situation and one of those like big, the moon, <laughs> death. <laughs> like, What did it feel like when those cards would pop up?
1: Um, definitely intimidating. Um, and like I, th- there's something about some of the cards being a little bit easier to understand than others mm-hmm. so like when something like the lovers would pop up it would be like whoa big card big deal but i i think i have a better grasp on this than like the seven of wands like which early on in in my tarot journey i i didn't really have a i had the only understanding i had was like the little one sentence in the totally in the, So intimidating because it's like, wow, this is like a big card, big thing, big deal. Um, But a little bit more grasp, I could could grasp the concepts a little bit more because they were, as most, I would say most of them are things that you're familiar with. Mm -hmm. uh, The Hierophant was still always a card that, and it's just me to this day. (laughs) Totally.
0: Totally. I love that. I mean, when I first started reading tarot, I was only working with the majors I mean I think that they're a little like to a degree they're they seem they may seem easier cuz they seem self-explanatory. They have a title and like really strong pictures. So yeah, I totally get that. So what what made you want to take arc? I mean, I know you were for folks who don't know, you were already kind of on the trajectory of taking a bunch of my classes and it mm-hmm. I see how it might have felt like just sort of the natural next step, but was there anything else that was informing that that decision?
1: Yeah, I think like part of the motivation for taking the first class that i did with you anyway was that i like we were it was in covid i think too and so like i was at this like weird part of my life where i was like i could use so i could use some guidance and like this is a tool that i've always turned to but i'd never taken a formal class and so that had kind of gotten me started with mm-hmm. it and when art came up I was like wow a t- like a class where I could commit to I think because it was so long <laughs> it was so long I was like it would be cool to really commit to something for this extended period of time work uh, with a group of people and you with and with these cards for a formative mm. portion of my life and be like cool I think I'm ready I think I'm ready to like dive in and see what this is about and Part of that was that I was at this weird transition transitional moment in my life, like COVID, personal stuff, moving all over the place. I think with that class in particular, I took it from three separate states. Mm,
0: right. Yes, I remember that.
1: <laughs> like it was like something really grounding for me at a mm. time when I was experiencing a lot of turmoil.
0: Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it was for me too. I taught from two different countries. Um, <laughs> yeah. I yes that that class. <laughs> That class, I think, lasted in the end like six months, <laughs> which is not the case now. It's now a nine-week course. I figured out how to how to tighten it. Like, bless all of you who are with me on that journey for the first round. That was a time when I was really looking at one or two cards at a time for each class, and now I've figured out how to break it into these two to three-card pods that I think really help help us see them as a whole, you know, help us see sort of the relationships between these cards, but still nine weeks is still a long time. That's still like a, a durational experience of this material working with the same group week after week, which I think is a really great way to learn something. So maybe a little less extreme <laughs> than your commitment. <laughs> But still still a similar, a similar rhythm. So part of the way that class operates is that uh, participants are asked slash invited slash requested to um, to each research a symbol on their own and then bring that research back to present to the class. And sometimes it's like, you know, Google it for a minute. Um, other times people would get inspired and like do deep dives into mythology and all kinds of stuff. But it's really a way that we can sort of crowdsource our learning of the density of these cards because there's so much going on. Um, so one of my next question is what your favorite symbol was to research. And um, I have a little list here of some of the... I went digging through our old emails to figure out what your assignments were. But why don't you kick us off with uh, any that stand out in your memory?
1: Yeah, I the number 13
0: mm.
1: stood out to me. I think it's because like I've always been a fan of spooky stuff. And so... Like Friday the Thirteenth, even since I was a kid, was like a cool, fun um, holiday. You could call it. Yeah, so I do. Being it, and I and I think for the number thirteen, it stood out to me a lot. The same that was the same way for all of the other things that I researched was like there's so much more than your initial
0: um, mm.
1: of the thing. And for that one in particular, I had had such clear associations with it from my own life, but being able to see all of the other stuff that was encompassed in this one symbol, um, was really cool because it's, a, it was a lot of things that I had never ever thought about. Like, I think one of the things I pulled up was that it's related to the menstrual cycle and I was like, whoa, <laughs> 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 like never things, things that I never, that never would have initially occurred to me, um, that came up from
0: that little deep dive. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And that, of course, was uh, in association with the death card, which is numbered 13. And that's such a yeah, it has such a sort of looming presence in our in our culture. Um, cool. Yeah. And other just to give folks an example, some of the other uh, symbols that you were assigned and other folks were assigned were things like waterfalls, like it could be as general as sort of like mountains. Cliff sides, but also stuff that was really specific to the card, like the number 13. Um, we had some folks do really intense deep dives into like specific angels. Um, like, what's the difference between the angel Raphael and the angel Gabriel? Like, really kind of getting into stuff um, in a really exciting way. And I guess I should disclaim that like, we don't approach this in a religious way in any capacity. We're researching those angels as sort of um, one of many mythologies that are present. Uh, in the spirituality of this deck. Cool, cool. All right, I love that. As you know, the death card is my, my secretly favorite card. So I, I love to hear that that was uh, that the number 13 stands out for you. Um, cool, so our next question is what, what stands out as a pivotal shift that took place in your relationship with these cards um, and maybe also like tarot in general through this class?
1: Yeah, I think that part of the symbol research opened my eyes a bit to the really complex meaning of all of the cards mm. um and it's it really started to cement my understanding of being able to draw a card for myself or do a reading for myself and not consistently rely on an outside source whether that was like the book that came with the deck or another book um like Rachel Pollock or something like that but it's like I I was starting to make those associations myself mm. um, and that i think i became more confident in myself and that affected not only my ability to read the tarot but also the way that i approached a lot of other spiritual things in my life or spiritual Decisions or creative decisions. Um, it was like if I if if this is something that I can understand and grasp and, and feel comfortable with. And like, what else can I do? Oh,
0: I love that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. They reach into a lot of different practices in a really exciting way. So okay, so uh, now on the other end of it all, what we talked at the beginning about, like what came up when you would see a major arcana pop up. What, what's your experience now when these cards pop up? Has it changed? Is it still the same? Like what's, what's in there?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think there's still, there's still, in, they're still a little intimidating. I, and I think it's because they talk about such big, they're, it's, they're such big things. They're just, they are so all encompassing. And that's, um, that's part of the beauty of them. I think is that they can be, they can be so many things at once. I'm like, I, I'm looking, I was looking through some of my notes prior to this and like some of them I the page is fully covered in writing and I was like scribbling stuff in the corners because the conversations we were having I was like oh that's cool and that's cool too and that's cool too um and so now when I pull cards the intimidating nature of them isn't so much scary and a turn off and it's more of a uh exciting turn on Mm. and I'm intrigued and i'm like cool i want to i want to know more or i remember something that somebody said from one of our classes and i'm like oh like and that really connects with something that's going on or oh, that really connects with another card um and i'm starting to see more of the relationships between the major arcana and the minor arcana mm. uh, land spreads and being able to create stronger narratives for myself um which i think is exciting
0: Hell yes. Love to hear that. You know I'm all about narrative in a tarot reading. That's awesome. And then a question that you I didn't send you in advance. What's your favorite? Who's your favorite right now? Like, first one that comes to mind, where you live in these days. <laughs>
1: Ooh, I think it's the moon. Uh, and I, the moon. I come back to the moon a lot. Yeah. One of the things that... Um, me about our when we were talking about it in class was talking about the lobster which when you look at the moon card and you're like oh the card's about the moon and then you're like what is this <laughs> little thing here <laughs> um, and I that re- that really fascinated me I'm sorry right next to the fire station I don't know if you can hear better can,
0: it's all good I can still hear you <laughs> <laughs>
1: until it goes by. <laughs> little lobster and realizing how realizing how things that things means again like this idea that things mean so can mean so many mm. different things and this little lobster being like a uh that he's like crunchy on the outside and mushy on the inside. <laughs> like yes like me. I'm that I, I I feel like that sometimes. Um and <laughs> that he's coming out of the water. Um and experiencing this kind of, like, rising from the mm. from the depths, um, exiting the unconscious, and I, it, it's it's all very, like, all of the imagery in that mm. card is really fascinating to me because the card is titled The Moon, and yet the moon is not really the focal point. It's there, it's in the sky, it's beautiful, but it's not the focal point of the card because you have yeah. all those other little creatures in the background and the water and all of that stuff going on in yeah. it. It's very complex.
0: Amazing. All right. Well, thank you so much. That's us for today. Um, so logistics, housekeeping. This course starts at the end of the month. It's going to be Tuesday evenings for nine weeks. Um, if you have any questions, do not hesitate to reach out. I'm accessible via DM on here, email. If you have my number, go ahead and text me. Um, what else? Evenings? I forget exactly what time, I think seven to nine or something like that, two to three cards a week. I think it's gonna be a really good time. I'm super excited to continue to hone this curriculum in conversation with a group of students who are who are trying to hash through some of the same questions I'm trying to hash through every time I pull these in a reading. Um, all right, well, thank you so much, Claire. Thank you for your time. Thank you for watching this live. If you did, thank you for watching it and in retrospect, if you are, uh, and that's us for today. All right. Bye.